0: So we're going to see later on also in the van with Darcy that Vision also believes Tommy and Billy to be his biological children.
1: Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. To be fair, we have not seen anything to the contrary yet. Yet being the key word.
0: Are you serious right now? Of course we have. I'm playing
1: devil's advocate.
0: Devil's advocate? Really? That's what you really... (laughs) i'm going to murder you you know what i'm sending you to abu dhabi you know i wouldn't
1: mind right now
0: (laughs) honestly neither would i get me the fuck out of texas (laughs) welcome to the marvelous madams podcast we're your hosts madam chris
1: and i'm madam amy We are burdened with the glorious purpose of talking all things Marvel.
0: Madams, assemble. Well, hello there, everyone. It is Saturday morning and I am coming to you live from the center of hell, otherwise known as San Antonio, Texas.
1: Well, I for one, am very glad that you're safe.
0: Yes. And a couple people did uh, reach out on Twitter, see how I was doing. I really appreciate it. We've been very lucky this week. We're doing fine. We do have a bit of a logistical nightmare that we're still sorting out. But as far as the important things go, we're fine.
1: That's good. And I think the reason why they ensured to reach out and check on you was because they probably knew they can't deal with me alone for two hours on the podcast. (laughs) I don't think I could deal with myself for two hours on the podcast.
0: Well, you know, I got to tell you, I am more than a little concerned about my good fortune this week since WandaVision has infiltrated every aspect of my life, including my dreams. I'm more than a little concerned that I actually made some sort of pact with Mephisto in my sleep. (laughs) Like, kind of like my dog when my dogs, when they give us a shake and they don't know what they're agreeing to, you know?
1: <laughs> See, I've been having very different kind of dreams featuring a certain Elizabeth Olsen.
0: Yeah, how those uh, how those hormones doing after this episode?
1: How the fuck does she look good, wearing a robe, eating cereal with her hair all messed up? It is not it. It's not right. She really has made a deal with the devil.
0: I don't know, but halfway through the episode, my husband just looked at me and says, oh God, I can't concentrate. Why does she have to be so distractingly attractive?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I completely agree with him. 100%. You know, he and I have a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah,
0: this is true. And I got to say, Elizabeth Olsen just really shines in this episode We've seen her go from sitcom style to sitcom style and just nail every single one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She is so talented. I, I had no idea.
0: Yeah. This episode was Modern Family Meets the Office and she has Claire Dunphy down.
1: Yes, she does. Although Claire Dunphy is a bit of a control freak. And at this point, well, Mondo is kind of a control freak, but at this point, she's kind of breaking down.
0: Yes. And, you know, I do think that actually makes it a little funnier because some of the best moments on Modern Family are when Claire loses control.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah.
0: Okay. So obviously we got some major revelations in this episode.
1: Yes, but we will go in order.
0: Indeed. And we can definitely say, since we're going chronologically, as we always do, We're saving the best for last on this one, aren't we?
1: Oh, yeah, we are. (laughs) They certainly did save the best for the last.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) But that doesn't mean we can overlook the insanity of the rest of the episode either. I think that's part of their plan is to give us the huge Agatha revelation and hope we'll miss some other things maybe the writers are conspiring against us no one will convince me otherwise
1: well yeah of course that's their job
0: (laughs) so we had watched the clip that was released of the first 90 seconds or so of this episode the day before as soon as i saw that i messaged you sent you the link and do you remember what you said no you said i have no words
1: yes yes clearly i blanked out because I forgot everything. I was just mentally re-watching that scene.
0: There is so much happening in this opening scene of Wanda speaking to someone. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time she has full blown, totally acknowledged that she's created a false world.
1: Yes. I think this is finally her point where she's accepted. Her reality even if it is something that she has created
0: yes however um I think she is understating the severity of her actions the previous night just a little bit
1: yeah you know it the scene the way it is if we didn't know what actually happened in the previous episode and the way she you know wakes up and she has the costume on I kind of blanked out after that but <laughs> anyways <laughs> It seemed to me like it was almost like she went out partying the previous night and she may have made some unwise decisions Yeah, that night. And yeah. this was more like a, holy f- shit, what did I do?
0: Yeah, a little more serious than a hangover.
1: And not just a hangover, you know, you you meet someone, you do stuff, that kind of thing.
0: Right. So Wanda's wallowing, and the, the boys are downstairs playing video games, or at least trying to.
1: Yeah, and their controllers are going a bit haywire. So their controllers are going backwards in time, in evolution.
0: I figured you would be able to tell me that, because I wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, it went backwards. Even went back to Uno, which was first released in 1971. Please. I, I, I looked that up, yes. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, I was... Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was a little concerned that you just knew that offhand. Okay.
1: No, no. So I looked that up.
0: So they're a little confused and run upstairs to mom. And Billy's like, Ma, uh, my head, it, it feels weird. It's really noisy.
1: And also they seem to be very confused at the fact that mom is sleeping.
0: You thought more of this than I did.
1: Yeah. Like, Why is it unusual for them to see their mom sleeping?
0: I think it's just a matter of it looks like it's pretty well into the day by now and mom should be up and about. Mm -hmm. And why isn't mom up and about? What's wrong? Okay. I mean, they clearly love their mother. I think they're maybe a little worried.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And Billy has the addition of a noisy head to contend with.
1: Yeah. That is interesting. Yes.
0: Yeah. You know, we'll come back to that. Later on when we discuss uh Miss Agatha. Yes. Because that's a two-pronged conversation.
1: Yep, agreed.
0: But you gotta remember, Aim, Wanda isn't sleeping. She's just resting her eyes.
1: I have actually used those words sometimes.
0: As have I, yes, which is exactly why they said it. Mm -hmm. Every parent has said that. And she decides that she's gonna take a, a little day for herself. And here's my question. Okay, so one does she think she's punishing herself? And two, how exactly is that a punishment?
1: Yeah, that's why I think she had that sort of kind of grin when she was saying that. And by the way, quarantine staycation, really? WandaVision, really? I don't know if that was
0: actually a rewrite because they have used the word quarantine before. When? In an earlier episode, Monica when she comes back, I forget, episode three, I guess, when she comes out of the hex, she said it could have been a lot worse if Wanda hadn't set up her own quarantine.
1: Okay, that makes sense. But a quarantine staycation while she's all in her robes eating cereal, it's its what we're going through right now, except for the staycation part.
0: Well, this is what I'm saying, that I don't have human children, but if somebody came over and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to take care of your three animals for the day so you can just have a day by yourself. I got to tell you, that's not a punishment. That's heaven.
1: Yeah, that is.
0: So I'm not sure what's going on with Miss Wanda here.
1: No, that she's framing it to be a negative thing when it actually is a positive thing, like a self-care day.
0: Okay. So then we head back downstairs with the boys. And I don't know why, but them fighting over the games just put a smile on my face. (laughs) they're so natural together i love these kids they act like real brothers
1: uh if i'm not mistaken i remember seeing this on twitter somewhere that they actually are best friends in real life
0: i could see that yeah kid actors like that it's a small circle so i could see that
1: yeah so they do have that chemistry amongst themselves otherwise so yeah
0: yeah it really comes through Mm -hmm. and then They cease and both get a little concerned when, you know, mom comes down the stairs in the the baggy pajamas and and the robe and the messy hair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every kid's had that moment of, uh uh-oh.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which mom are we getting today?
1: (laughs) I don't think so much as that, as like, mom is always so put together. What's going on?
0: True, but there's something else I just... uh gotta throw this in there i hate to be the party pooper here but ah, they clearly have such a bond the brothers do mom and sons do dad and sons too but we can't forget the fact that these people have only known each other for like four days because the connection is genuine so yeah and the way they act it's like ah, It's hard to explain, but their performances are like imbued with memory. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's real, like they have had life experiences together.
0: Yes, and I don't know how the hell they do it. It's a testament to the talent of the actors, the writing, the direction, everything. But you believe these people have a history and have to keep reminding yourself that they don't. Yeah, that's true. So it just makes me wonder more about the concern with the kids because Billy looks scared to me when she comes down those stairs. I I don't know if the concern is just mom looks disheveled or worried a little bit about mom or if it's deeper than that because I'm thinking it's her that Billy's hearing in his head.
1: Yeah, it's actually... Now that I think about it, it's possible maybe the volume is increasing when he's closer to her.
0: Maybe. So Wanda's hungry, decides to go get herself some cereal. And God, did I want a fucking bowl of alphabets or corn pops or something watching this episode. (laughs) I haven't had cereal in, I don't know, 10 years. We were salivating during this episode for very different reasons.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, I haven't had sugary cereal in I don't know how long. So, yeah, I was was kind of feeling that, too.
0: So throughout this episode, we're going to see a lot of glitching. And I Mm -hmm. want to focus specifically on this milk for just a second. Mm -hmm. So it was a thing in the 80s and 90s, those of you old enough to recall, in the U.S. at least, where they would put missing kids on milk cartons.
1: Yeah, I've heard about this.
0: Yeah, because it was a big thing back then, drinking milk every day. You know, we've since realized that may not be the healthiest thing in the world. So I'm wondering, okay, is that just good production design? You know, them picking out Mm -hmm. something from the 80s and 90s? Or does that missing kid, what looks like a boy to me anyway, does that missing kid have something to do with Jimmy Woo's missing witness? They linger on that image just for a couple of beats,
1: yeah. Or is it foreshadowing for the kids,
0: Uh, Biddy and Tommy,
1: going missing?
0: That's the other theory I was thinking about. I'm so Mm -hmm. concerned about these fictional children,
1: yeah. And I kind of added fuel to the fire, didn't I? Yeah, with you,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: I do like the fact that she actually smells the milk before she takes the first bite. Because, you know, bit milk carton changing and whatnot.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but Wanda's not terribly worried about it, just in case of the Mondays.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> I loved it so much. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, oh my God, tell me she's going to send somebody to Abu Dhabi. I need that. Please. And then we jump right into our opening titles.
1: You know, at this point I was scared because it was all wonder 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 wonder. I was like, "Holy shit, did she actually write Vision out of the show?" <laughs> and then right at the end Wonder Vision came in. I was like, "Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because by before that we had not seen Vision. The last thing we saw was he was lying in the grass, half dead.
0: Yes. After seemingly his own bender, many a bender has wound up with somebody lying face down in the grass.
1: Well, yes, that's true.
0: Why is the 10th circled with a heart on that calendar?
1: I did not notice that, but okay, I do not know.
0: It has to mean something, right? Because why, why put it up there? They just could have had just a calendar with nothing circled the way the calendar was circled in episode one or are they just messing with us i don't i don't know i'm starting to think everything is meaningless
1: (laughs) (laughs) did you also notice that while they were showing the the credits there was one scene where it was kind of like i know what you did last summer kind of thing
0: oh god i haven't newspaper clippings no, I didn't catch that. I haven't seen that movie since it came out, probably.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah. And it says, I know what you're doing, Wanda.
0: Ah, fuck. Am I going to have to watch this a fourth time?
1: Probably. And I suggest doing a full binge of all the previous episodes as well.
0: Yeah, for everybody. We've already discussed that, you and I. But yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be doing that this week because now we have to go back And watch this show differently, seeing Agatha as the star of it.
1: Well, not so much as the star, but more like the puppeteer behind the puppeteer.
0: Right. But like her being the center of it, not just in terms of screen time, but in terms of motive, in terms of what's happening, all of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm especially interested in in seeing her clothes with the purple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to be up against my TV with a magnifying glass.
1: <laughs> Go frame by frame and magnify everything.
0: So eight miles outside of the hex now, just to be on the safe side, we have Hayward and one of his minions here.
1: Yes. And they are setting up a temporary base. Another one. Yes.
0: And we get another big ha huh, here. Why has the broadcast stopped?
1: Yeah, that is something that I'm confused about too. Has Wanda stopped the broadcast in order to isolate the hex? Or has Agnes stopped it? Or has the fact that the hex has now grown means that there's less power for Wanda to use? Hence, she had to cut off one source.
0: And if... Wanda or Agatha did stop, and if it has nothing to do with the expansion, why was there ever a broadcast at all? Was mm-hmm. someone trying to lure people in or trying to cause some kind of action otherwise? I don't know. It's Gonna keep me up tonight. <laughs> so much like Dunder Mifflin, inside the Hex, there is a circus going on. this is hilarious
1: yeah it is and darcy is an escape
0: artist indeed she had to she had to she wanted to be the bearded lady but that alabaster complexion wasn't fooling anyone (laughs) i understand darcy i understand
1: (laughs) i could pass off for a bearded lady
0: (laughs) (laughs) all i will say is thank god i'm blonde anyway (laughs) So you have a theory about this.
1: Yes. I have a feeling that she's an, the reason why she's an escape artist is because she will be pivotal to ensuring everyone escapes the hex safely.
0: Darcy has her first introduction to Vision, aka Creeper. (laughs) Absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, absolutely amazing. And I love that he says,
0: (laughs) we had a connection. We made a a locked eyes.
1: (laughs) Yeah anyone anyone would be creeped out by that
0: (laughs) absolutely and i just love that darcy has retained her personality has retained the sass before vision wakes her up
1: yeah and that's similar to what pietro said in the previous episode you've kept people more or less similar to what they are
0: yes it just goes to show how important that is to her character to her person
1: you know yeah it is it is you can't have kat dennings not be sassy and funny.
0: Yeah, they have such great comic timing together here too. Yeah, that's true. So while Darcy is blowing Vision off here, that doesn't sound right.
1: <laughs> oh dear <laughs> lord! Okay, I did not need that visual in my head. Good lord.
0: So while Darcy thinks she's spurning Vision's advances here, Wanda and the boys <laughs> are uh, are chilling at home. And I think Wanda says something very interesting about her husband here. Well, if he doesn't want to be here, there's nothing I can do about it. Yes. Really, Wanda? Really? You just... Well, it's true. No, but it's really not. I get what she's saying. Okay, so this is a twofold thing. Because on the one hand, she's accepting here that she can't control him like she does the others. Mm -hmm. But number two... Yeah, yeah, there kind of is something you can do about it. You did it last night. He
1: was dying, literally being shredded Yes, two but, pieces. But
0: my point is, she can do something about it, okay? The word here means two different things. Here, as in the house, if he doesn't want to be here at home with us, I can't do anything about that. She's right. But here mm-hmm. in Westview, damn right she can, she expanded the hex. Yes. And tightened it up even more so that he couldn't go anywhere.
1: Well, he didn't attempt to leave after that.
0: Well, because he's also quite concerned about his children right now too. Yeah, true. His children. Mhm. Mhm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm. Well. Yeah. We'll see about that if they even exist after this episode.
0: Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and these poor boys, they are super confused. They don't understand why mom is calling Uncle P a liar, why he's suddenly not their uncle. And Elizabeth Olsen is just fantastic here. She is losing it before our eyes.
1: She absolutely is. And the kids are losing that idea that mom and dad know everything and mom and dad know best. They're losing their innocence in a way.
0: Yeah. Here's a pro tip to you parents out there. Just FYI. When you're losing your mind and you try to make it to appear to your children that you're not losing your mind, that actually can make it worse. <laughs> I think we're seeing evidence of that here.
1: Well, to be fair, wanted wasn't actually all that put together in the first place, the fact that the Hex exists is proof of that.
0: Yeah, but she was putting up a really good facade for the boys, at least. True. Yeah. And I mean, she's... When you say to your children, I'm starting to believe that everything is meaningless.
1: Yeah, that's a big, huge red flag.
0: Yeah, you're begging for therapy bills there
1: later yeah. in life. <laughs> but remember, vision is made of vibranium. They literally inherited tough skin.
0: Yeah, okay. Shall we um shall we discuss this issue? <laughs>
1: first off i love that line it's
0: fantastic yes because and two, the way she delivers it with this attitude like what they're fucking fine shut up
1: yeah (laughs) she has been brilliant with these one-liners i still remember the first episode
0: you can move at the speed of sound and i can make a pen fly through the air who needs who needs to abbreviate yeah yes (laughs) so we're gonna see later on also. In the van with Darcy. That Vision also believes Tommy and Billy to be his biological children.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> to be fair, we have not seen anything to the contrary yet. Yet being the key word.
0: Are you serious right now? Of course we I'm have. I'm playing
1: devil's advocate.
0: Devil's advocate? Really? That's what you really... <laughs> I'm going to murder you. You know what? I'm sending you to Abu Dhabi.
1: You know, I wouldn't mind right now. (laughs) Honestly,
0: neither would I. Get me the fuck out of Texas. (laughs) Garfield, I'll get in the box. I'll do whatever you want. Vision is an android. He cannot biologically procreate.
1: Then why does Wanda think that... They are his.
0: And why does Vision think that they're his? It's no different. That's what I'm saying. Is someone, Agatha or somebody else, putting this idea in their heads? And for what reason? Is it to hide to hide the kid's true nature for as long as Mm -hmm. possible? That has to be it.
1: Or is it simply Wanda's delusion?
0: I don't know, because they're they've both broken pretty hard through the denial at this point.
1: Yeah, but there are some things that are, you know, there are levels of denial.
0: Yeah, but I'm just not buying it for this. This is way too big of a thing.
1: Okay, because in the comics, in specifically the House of M, Wanda does actually believe that the kids are hers.
0: I think they're hers, yes.
1: Sorry, Wanda does actually believe that the kids are visions at a certain point. I
0: just can't buy that it's denial for both of them. Especially after we've seen now that Agatha has been, for lack of a better word, magicking her.
1: Agatha magicked her once so far that we've seen at the end of the episode.
0: That we've seen.
1: Yeah, we will get to that later on. But when it comes to this, it could be denial for Wanda. And I think for Vision, it's he doesn't know any better. I don't know. And plus, we have seen him. Kind of questioning things like the, the books that you read. We spoke about this in a previous episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see like everything else.
1: Yeah. And also there is something to say about not just being blood. You know, if you have a child, you've adopted a child, you may not be related to them by blood, but you certainly do love them like you, they're, like they're your own.
0: Absolutely. But this is clearly a genetic thing. Like she says, they inherited... The tough skin because Vision is is vibranium. You know, it's beyond that.
1: Yes, she did. But tomorrow, if they do find out that these kids are not Visions, Vision will still love them.
0: Oh, absolutely. As much
1: as he does today.
0: Oh, 100%. I have no doubt of that.
1: Well, that's also, of course, providing they are still alive.
0: Stop it. Do you need to really (laughs) say it again? Was it once enough? Yes, I do. It's so much fun. You are the worst. (laughs) Now we get our first glimpse of, we'll still call her Agnes at this point. Mm -hmm. And she just happens to come over just at the right moment, you know. As usual. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly, Wanda magics the door open for her. Agnes doesn't just come in. Correct. I think that's important. We'll get to that later on. Okay. And, you know, Agnes tells her, oh, I'm here just in the nick of time. Let me help you out here with the boys. And I don't think Agnes is wrong here. I, I do indeed, as Agnes says, I think very accurately, Wanda is one split end away from cutting her own bangs.
1: <laughs> the one thing I did notice was that when Agnes did knock the door and Wanda opened it, she didn't look back. Or even hear her voice before she knew it was Agnes who came in. Yep. So this was, again, another scenario of Wanda telling Agnes telepathically to come over?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Or vice versa.
1: Of Agnes telling Wanda that she's coming over?
0: Maybe vice versa is the wrong word, but Agatha knowing Mm. this is the moment she needs to barge in. Maybe. And I tell you, on my first watch of this, this was the moment where I was like, oh my god. This is too meta. I am Wanda this week. I have spent way too much time in my bathroom, and I cut my own hair.
1: (laughs) Well, Wanda hasn't done that yet.
0: So I'm I'm further along on the crazy scale than Wanda is what you're saying.
1: You have always been.
0: Well, I will get it evened out. I was just supposed to go get my hair cut for the first time in over a year on Monday. And Mother Nature had other fucking plans. So I was like, I'm tired of this <laughs> shit. It's down to my waist. Enough is enough.
1: Whatever you need to tell yourself. Okay.
0: So we now know Agnes is not doing this out of the goodness of her black heart. <laughs> Why does she want these boys?
1: She has been scripted to do that, to give Wanda that time off, or so we think. By whom? By Wanda.
0: Oh, I don't think so. I think she wants these boys. I think she wants them for a very specific purpose. This is a woman, do not forget, who actually did bite a kid once. <laughs> which is one of, the best fucking li- one of the best fucking lines of this episode. Oh my God, I spit out <laughs> my water.
1: So you think she wanted to murder them?
0: I don't know what she wants them for, but she's got plans for those little ones.
1: Mm-hmm if they still exist
0: do it again and see what happens
1: <laughs> you know i have to know.
0: now okay so here's where i knew this was the moment i knew for sure that she was agatha harkness okay when she says i actually did bite a kid once that's when i knew because my mind immediately went to hansel and gretel in the forest heading to the witch's candy house. And I'm like, Mm. of course she bit a kid once to see if he was fucking done. (laughs) And then just in case I wasn't sure after that, oh, you've got a suspicious mole, do you? Okay. (laughs) yep.
1: I didn't put that together. Oh, yeah. No.
0: I was like, hold on here. Let uh, Let me break out my Malleus Maleficarum here. Check some page. Yep, yep. Suspicious moles. hmm Yep. You're a witch. So overall, I think these boys serve some kind of horribly nefarious evil purpose for her.
1: I think she's taking them in order to show Mephisto she has his kids.
0: Very possibly. Or those kids are going to be mm-hmm. used as hostages, leverage, something. Also... Here's a little uh, guidance for anyone potentially going through a psychiatric evaluation in the future or maybe holding an intervention for a loved one. If someone says, I'm fine six times within about 15 seconds, not fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when she said that, I felt it. I knew what she was feeling. Mm-hmm. Because when she did, she did that and she said, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just went, mood.
0: Yep. Yep. That's about how I felt when the second round of snow came in this week. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: Totally good. Fine. Yep. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I. That's why I decided wisely to stay away from you over the weekend.
0: (laughs) And after Agnes leaves with the boys, we see the house just going crazy.
1: Yeah, while wanda is watching tv everything's glitching
0: yeah and she can't seem to fix it
1: yeah she did a temporary fix and then it got worse
0: so now we travel back outside the hex where jimmy woo thank god is immediately checking his email but (sighs) this just took the wind out of my sails (laughs) completely (laughs) god
1: damn it we knew what we knew already, yeah, it wasn't new it wasn't brand new information, yeah,
0: damn it, writers,
1: <laughs> this is just mean. Are you having a case of blue balls <laughs> 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 there's enough there's enough
0: blue shit going on in this in this episode. We don't need to add to it,
1: <laughs> so yeah, now they finally figured it out that. The reason Hayward has been so gung ho was because of vision, and I was right.
0: Indeed, and we're going to have to wait at least one more week, people, to find out who the hell the aerospace engineer is, because there's no way it is Major Goodner.
1: Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise slash letdown, wasn't it?
0: It was a letdown until I remembered what Tiana Paris said about it and saw what was going on. I'm like, oh, they just brought the stuff. The big cameo, one of the big cameos we're expecting is the one who she contacted and built this and coordinated all this. The Air Force is just bringing it.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling that our elusive aerospace engineer will show up in the next episode to examine what happened to his thing.
0: Yeah, well, there's only two episodes left. It's a 50 50 chance. And it's kind of a nice callback because this rover is exactly what Monica told Darcy they needed back in what, episode three?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what the plan was. That's why she contacted this dude in the first place.
0: I was so focused on everything else that I wasn't really thinking too much about the tech. You know what I mean? And also, I'm just me.
1: Yeah, well, for one, the tech is not exactly your strong suit. And two... You were kind of losing it that episode
0: yeah yeah we we yeah. we've been we've been rather stressed even even before hell froze over, yes, so um <laughs> it's been a it's been an interesting seven weeks to say the least,
1: mm-hmm, it has
0: so now we head back to my new favorite pair in the world, vision and Darcy. <laughs> she seems physically okay at least, but still thinks visions hitting on her and he's like oh my god fucking enough of this and wakes her up yeah at the expense of a mime (laughs) which is fabulous
1: (laughs) yeah and thankfully she doesn't freak out like the rest of the people so far who's who have woken up
0: yeah well darcy's seen some shit so i would expect her to keep her head
1: true and also it's been a much shorter period for her
0: that is true yeah you're right about that So they're able to escape in this truck, hightailing it out of there, getting away from this guy who reminds me of Tony Hale from Veep and Arrested Development. That's,
1: that's, that's good. Yes, I, I was, (laughs) I I was thinking about it. I, I knew this guy looked somewhat familiar in a way. Yeah. Now I have a question about this guy. Is he supposed to be like the strong man? I don't. No, uh, he certainly... He seems to be dressed like
0: it. He's certainly the ridiculous man in that outfit. I'll give him that.
1: Well, they all are ridiculous. Yeah, but... That's the point.
0: There's something about striped spandex on a man who should never be wearing striped spandex, you know?
1: Yeah, well, that'll keep me up at night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's important to note here, as soon as they get in that truck, and, you know, Vision knows he can get answers out of Darcy, his first concern is for his children.
1: Yes as any good father would be.
0: So back at home while Vision and Darcy are trying to make their way back to the house it's glitching like crazy.
1: Yeah and Wanda's kind of losing it.
0: Yeah she's hanging on by a thread and my question is what's influencing what here? Is her mental state causing these glitches or are the glitches making her feel crazy? Is she even the one controlling this or influencing it? Or is it Agatha? Like, is Agatha gaslighting her at this point?
1: It's possible that she is, because it does seem like Agatha is on a mission in this episode. Oh, absolutely. And it could be possible that the reason why everything is glitching is because of Wanda's mental state and the fact that, again, the hex has grown and there's so many more people in it.
0: Oh, that is true. You're right about that.
1: Like, we have already seen when she was pregnant that she was struggling with keeping things under control. So not only is her mental state very fragile right now because of everything that happened, it's also she's also expending a lot more power trying to keep all these people in line in the Hex.
0: Very true. Okay.
1: That being said, in the previous episode at, in Ellis Avenue, which is like the edge of the Hex at that time, people were more or less frozen. Now that she's expanded the Hex and the circus is on the edge of the Hex, why are all of these people so active? Why are they not frozen? And what about the other people? Have they also been unfrozen?
0: That's a really good point. And if that's the case, then how can it be Wanda doing it if she doesn't have the juice?
1: Yeah. Or is it because she is keeping them active is the reason why she's glitching or things are glitching for her?
0: Right. The chicken or egg again. I mean, she could be choosing to keep them active over other people because she thinks the sword agents are a greater threat to her and wants to keep them occupied.
1: But having them frozen would keep them occupied, too.
0: That's true. Damn it i have no idea Hmm. me neither (laughs) i'm hanging on by a thread too so Mm -hmm. yeah now we get another quickie little interview here with wanda and you know she's she's talking about what's going on and she just can't handle it and this was my other than agatha this was my big what the fuck just happened moment Mm -hmm. because someone behind that camera And intentionally, I think, gender ambiguous voice asks Wanda, do you think maybe this is what you deserve?
1: Yeah. Now, I've seen Modern Family, and I love the show. Never, ever has the person behind the camera ever asked a question.
0: No, they don't talk. And Wanda even says, you're not supposed to talk.
1: Correct. So it definitely, and later on we do find out that it was Agatha all along, is this Agatha's way of making her see reality or facing her demons? I'm not convinced that was Agatha asking the question. Why?
0: I know Catherine Hahn could disguise her voice. It doesn't sound like her. And she'd know. Why would Wanda go along with that?
1: No, that's the thing. I have a theory. I'll get to it when we get to it was all Agatha all along.
0: Okay, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. Why would she be sitting there having Agnes interviewing her when she's supposed to be with her boys asking these questions and still being friends with her? It doesn't make sense.
1: Magic, baby.
0: Ah, <sighs> So after this insane moment, we get our commercial of the episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: All right, so we have the same people again playing the patient and the pharmacist
1: here yes i just have to say this the the lady and the gentleman whoever they are in real life as actors they don't need to worry about creating a highlight reel they just have to take (laughs) these advertisements and put it together and they've got their highlight reel (laughs)
0: that's true
1: (gasps) they've got so many different roles in one show it's amazing it's fantastic
0: yeah So what do you think this commercial for Nexus, the antidepressant, is trying to say? And to whom?
1: To whom? I do not know.
0: Yeah, because there's no, there's no broadcast anymore.
1: So... Yeah, well, then the whole show is to whom? It's to nobody. It's the void.
0: This again, though, made me feel like we're still... In this, like we're active participants in this, because if there's no broadcast going out to Sword to the outside world, then these commercials are for us.
1: Yeah, the 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 show is for us,
0: right? But the commercials serve some purpose. We just haven't figured yes. it out.
1: Well, we've got kind of somewhat the previous ones figured out. In this particular c- scenario, what I think is that the antidepressant based on what they say for the advertisement this is finally wonder reaching a point where she's ready to accept what has happened and then we will see the consequences of that later and her actually trying to do the right thing or for a normal person they would go to a psychiatrist perhaps get some antidepressants you know for someone who's gone through a lot of shit like this it's understandable. In her case, it's probably more on the lines of she'll let go of this false reality that she's created. That's one aspect of it.
0: Or or is this commercial maybe saying that Westview has been her drug?
1: Westview is her antidepressant. Yeah. Could be, because there's another thing to it. The term nexus uh-huh. is very interesting. Yes, it certainly is. So there are two aspects to this. One, in the comics, Wonder and Vision are considered Nexus characters. What that basically means is that in the various universes, they are the same. Like in Marvel 616, which we assume is our current universe, we had one Pietro, whereas in the Fox, the X-Men universe, we had another Pietro or Peter. But wonder and Vision should have been the same if, if they were in both the universes. Another aspect to it is that there are certain points in the world that are a nexus, like an access point, to the other universes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could it be that this particular point, Westview, this, this town, has been a nexus, and which is why it was specifically chosen by Agatha or Mephisto and they made Wanda make this her alternate reality
0: that could very well be do you know what it reminds me of what do you remember how on Buffy Sunnydale was at the hellmouth
1: yes and that's why so much shit happened there correct yep
0: and it's just kind of funny with Emma Caulfield being on this show
1: (laughs) barely yeah that's a good point
0: For a fucking second.
1: Mm -hmm. But she made an impression.
0: Yeah, this has a lot of uh, people salivating once again for the multiverse. And But you know what's interesting, though, is that Nexus really does sound like the name of a drug. Okay. It absolutely 100%
1: does. I wouldn't know. We don't get medical advertisements over here.
0: Uh, Consider yourself lucky. (laughs) So it just works on so many different levels as always with this Mm -hmm.
1: show. Right.
0: So back from commercial break, we find the boys sitting with their auntie Agnes on the couch, just chilling. And Billy really enjoys being there because it's quiet on the inside.
1: Yes. What do you think that means?
0: (sighs) I think it means that one, Agnes knows what this kid can do. And Mm -hmm. two, she's cloaking her mind, kind of like the way Magneto does when he puts on that helmet to hide from Charles.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, it's absolutely possible that she knows what the kids can do. And it's also possible that she has been cloaking her mind all along. She'd have to. Yep. Because we do know that Wanda can do it herself.
0: Absolutely. Now, here's my question. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is she putting on this act for the kids?
1: Because the kids don't know any better. I mean, if she decides to suddenly become all witchy with the kids, they would never want to spend time with her, and that would break her connection to Wanda.
0: But clearly she's got plans for the end of this episode. She reveals herself. So not long after
1: this. what maybe it was... Maybe it was an unexpected reveal.
0: Yes, if Monica forced her hand. You're right.
1: Monica didn't force her hand. uh, Wanda went down and discovered this dungeon.
0: No, we don't know that. The only reason Wanda goes down into that dungeon is because Agatha suggests maybe the boys are playing in the basement. She's the one who gets Wanda to go down there.
1: No, she said it in an offhand way.
0: Oh, no, no. Didn't you see her face? She was just luring Wanda down there. She knew exactly how to get Wanda down there.
1: So then how did Monica force her hand?
0: I don't know. That's my point. I'm thinking that- Oh, are you
1: saying that Monica forced forced Agatha's hand? Yes. I see. Yes,
0: I'm saying Monica's reappearance, figuring out how to get through the hex, getting help through, forced Agatha to put whatever this plan is into motion ahead of time.
1: Yeah, that is possible.
0: Otherwise, why put on this act for the kids? Just tie them up and keep them quiet. You know, lock them in a room, lock them in a, a cage or a cabinet full of skulls, you know, whatever you have handy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It was an unexpected thing.
0: Yeah, because she's comforting the kids.
1: Yes, she is. And she genuinely seems to like them.
0: Yeah, it's nothing personal if she should, I don't know, disembowel them or anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting angry with me of at hinting at the fact that maybe they don't exist and you're talking about disemboweling them.
0: She's an evil witch who bites and eats children.
1: <laughs> she never said she eats children. She said she bit, the, she bit yeah, one.
0: Yeah, to check for tenderness to see if they needed another 15 <laughs> minutes in the oven.
1: Uh-huh. And let's not forget she killed Sparky.
0: I'm not ready. Not ready to go there yet. <laughs> so she mentions, though... To the camera, which that raises more questions. Who's Agnes talking to, and why? Who's for whose benefit is this? Are her little excursions here with the camera? I don't know
1: mm-hmm. about this. You get to see a little bit of her of her house, and this is the first time we see her house ever. Yes, this does not seem like your average sitcomy, bright, cheery house. No, it does not. No, it's dark. And and the furniture and overall feel of it is of something much older.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like a house I would want to be in after dark.
1: Yes, exactly. It feels very witchy.
0: But I couldn't help but notice there was something really important missing from the house. Which is? Fucking Ralph.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, he's been missing from day one. <sighs> what if... Senor Scratchy is actually Ralph and she just makes him a rabbit when she doesn't want him around.
0: Oh my God. I know a lot of
1: wives would be happy with that.
0: Oh my God. She's exactly the kind of woman who would turn her husband into a rabbit. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Oh my God. Have we had it wrong all this time? The bunny's a hostage, people. (laughs) He's trapped in his cage.
1: Yes, he is.
0: <sighs> I wish that rabbit wasn't so fucking
1: adorable.
0: <laughs> it was being so sweet there on Billy's lap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even when she was petting it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You Oh, he sugar, he's, he says you sugarcoat things. Do you, Agnes? Yeah. Like your whole house made of candy.
1: <laughs> no, you know, but this, but, but in all honesty, this house makes me feel like it seems like an older person's house. Yeah. So I have a feeling that that this is not the real form of Agatha. Oh, yeah. Agatha is actually much older. Yeah.
0: And I think we see that in her little montage at the end. We see like the bottom third of her. And in the comics, she goes back to like the 11th century or something like that.
1: Right. Yeah, that that feels right. I do like the boots that she's wearing. Yeah. In that montage.
0: Yeah. Th- that's how you know so many women are involved in the show. They really did their boot homework.
1: Oh, yeah they did we
0: appreciate it, yes, I will say though, I wouldn't want to be in the house after dark, but I would try to break into it during the day to scour for very valuable antiques that I bet grew there, <laughs> so we leave Agatha's house for a bit because we need to
1: get some fresh air
0: in a matter of speaking, yes, yeah, although there's not too much fresh air inside of this rover that Monica's using,
1: no. There isn't, but she does plug herself in, I think, to oxygen or something.
0: She's just going to sail right on through, right? No problem. Okay, Major.
1: Yeah, just like all her other plans have worked out so well. Right. (laughs) So she does try to go in, and it's not working.
0: No, not in the least. No. And... Monica is able to propel herself out of this thing just in time.
1: You know, I found that interesting. When she was getting herself out, she opened the hatch and the lid of the hatch just flew off. That shouldn't have flown off. I mean, it had a hinge to it and it wasn't compromised yet in any way. Was that her super strength that made it fly off in her desperation?
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we were wondering, did she have powers beforehand? It's kind of moot. Right. It's kind of moot now at this point, at least for this show, because she damn sure has them now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a certain amount of power that she already had that she hadn't yet tapped. Yes. Because we've seen hints of that before with the X-ray and all of that. And I think that is the reason why she was able to survive And get through the hex, the the force field in the first place.
0: So she takes one last look at Jimmy Woo and says, I got this.
1: Yep. And she charges in.
0: This is really cool.
1: It is. And I was really wondering how thick is that force field?
0: Yeah, I think you were right about Wanda definitely shoring that up. Yeah. And it's like, you know what this reminded me of kind of was Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp the way it looked like Monica was coming apart
1: mhm right
0: and i need to go back and put on the subtitles or closed captions for this i was only able to make out a few words we heard a bunch of voices in there
1: yeah i did put subtitles on okay they are all bits and pieces from captain marvel
0: okay yeah cuz i heard carol's voice I wasn't sure if I heard yes. a male voice or not.
1: Yeah, that was Fury. Okay. It was Fury, her mom, Carol, uh, and the doctor who told her that her mom had died. Interesting. hmm
0: Hmm. This could be just a similar thing to when people's life flashes before their eyes at the moment of death, or there might be some other meaning for it. We'll have to wait and see.
1: I think it's got more to do with her... Well, obviously, you know, her mom had just died for her. So it is on the forefront of her mind. And of course, you know, with all the grief talk going on with Wanda. And that's one of the biggest reasons why she wants to connect with her. That's true. That's one. And the other thing is that this is what is, is fueling her to push past and get through. Because she obviously held her mom in high regard.
0: Oh, Absolutely. So Monica is able to come through here and how cool were her eyes when she got into Westview.
1: Amazing. I loved it. Yeah, and just that one moment just before she comes out, there's this whole, we've used that image in our in our social media, but the, it's all like glitchy behind and she's got these blue eyes and it's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic.
0: The visuals are insane. And... Yeah. Then we see from her point of view a little bit, it looks like she's seeing frequencies or energy as colors.
1: Yeah, she's seeing energy. It's it almost seemed like a LSD trip in a way.
0: It seemed like uh are you familiar with the disorder called synesthesia? Yes. It seemed like that almost. Okay, yeah. And and one other thing I've got to say about Monica here, Tiana Paris in general too. She absolutely rocks this sword uniform.
1: Yes, she does. Do
0: you know what I would look like in that thing? I would look like a barrel, okay? (laughs) Not many women could pull this uniform off.
1: (laughs) And one thing I do appreciate of her and her character is that her hair is her natural hair. They're not trying to put a wig on her or straightening it or making it seem less curly.
0: Yeah. And I love it. Her hair is gorgeous.
1: It is. It absolutely is. And it
0: suits her personality. It does. But yeah, I love that uniform on her. You need a real defined waist for that thing. And since I don't have one, (laughs) the millimeter of waist (laughs) I do have is up around my shoulders. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good look on me. (laughs) So now that she's through, we go back to visit with Darcy in Vision again, who is getting the Cliff Notes version of Infinity War.
1: Well, his whole life, essentially, right from Iron Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Darcy's doing her best here, but it's kind of a lot to...
1: Yeah, I mean, even for a sentient android, it is a lot to process. Yeah, yeah. He's taking it pretty well, all things considered.
0: Yeah, but somebody isn't taking this well because somebody is clearly trying to prevent Vision and Darcy from getting through.
1: Yeah, now I have a question. At this crossroads, yes, the signal was red and there is nobody else. Uh-huh. It's just grass on the other sides. Uh-huh. They could have just gone through. Uh-huh. Why did they stop? And it's not like they were going super fast that that truck could barely move anyways. I agree with you.
0: I think it's a relevant question of why do these two just sit there for so long? And we see that later where she's yeah. like, what the hell am I doing here?
1: Yeah, and he just poofs off. And even when that the truck came in and stopped and did everything, they could have just gone on the grass and gone away.
0: Yeah, it's not like we haven't seen Darcy Lewis do worse than run a red light. Yeah. We know she's got no compunction about that sort of thing. So why are they just sitting there?
1: Yeah, and also... At the speed that they were going, they could have just stopped, gotten off, and walked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty they much. They would have reached faster. Agreed. And then we get a really poignant moment where Darcy says to him, because she sees the doubts that Vision is having, the concerns. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, look, whatever is happening now, I've been watching you guys for the last week. The love is real. You belong together.
1: Yeah. Ugh it is it is a soft uh moment and it's kind of uncharacteristic for darcy to be to to do that but considering what i had in my mind last week it was it didn't land very very well with me
0: ah oh, damn it i yeah god i now you ruined it now i don't know what to make of this you ruined it <laughs> you're ruining this you're ruining the kids God, you're like the Joker right now. You just want to see everything burn.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do. It kind of felt like to me, you know how sometimes you have shows where you have the main couple and everyone says, oh, you guys are the best together. Y'all are the best together. Blah, blah, blah. It felt like that. Like the show is telling us that this is what it's supposed to be so that we ins- they ensure that we have the emotional reaction when inevitably Vision dies again.
0: Maybe. So while these idiots are just sitting in this truck waiting for these kids to cross, maybe a batch of puppies, we'll see.
1: Yeah, but they do take the time to get interviewed, which is good. Of course,
0: yes. So Monica just takes off run into Wanda's house.
1: Yeah. And she just barges in.
0: She does. She doesn't need to be allowed in, in any way. hmm Just runs right in and, oh, Wanda has the same reaction I would have if a neighbor just walked into my house without knocking.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, anyone. I must say security is very lax in vestibule.
0: <laughs> well, neighborhood watch is typically done at night, you know. And... Vision's stuck in the truck. He's not at his post. (laughs) So, yeah, Wanda just turns on her immediately just with the get the fuck out.
1: Yeah, she is not even willing to listen to her at all, which fair, Yeah, kind of, from Wanda's perspective. I get it. Yeah, but we also know that Monica does not mean her harm.
0: Right. And so those two head outside and... Just for literally a fucking second, we see Dottie, who appears to be sniffing her flowers.
1: Yes, that she's very proud of.
0: They're killing me. Killing me. Why? What what, what,
1: what did I miss?
0: Why do we see her? Why is she there? We've barely seen her since episode two.
1: Yeah, she's a neighbor. You don't see all your neighbors every day. And also, I have a theory. I was just going to say, stop acting like you don't have a
0: theory because I know you do. Stop (laughs) acting like this is just nothing, Miss High
1: Horse. It wasn't a high horse. I was just troubling Uh you.
0: All right, spill it.
1: (laughs) What if the reason we haven't seen Dottie too much is because Wanda has purposely kept her away as a guest star because of what happened in the second episode? But
0: it all worked out in the end. Dottie loved her by the end of yeah. the
1: episode. Yeah, but still, it would freak anyone out, right? What if in Wanda's mind at that time, she thought Dottie was the one responsible or helped S.W.O.R.D. because Jimmy Wu was transmitting through her radio?
0: That could be.
1: You know, better safe than sorry.
0: I think there's more to her than that.
1: Okay. Well, we have two more episodes. We will find out.
0: Indeed. Hopefully. And we also see another familiar face, don't we? Although. Yes, we do. In a different uniform.
1: Yep. More adapted to the times. This is his third uniform change, of course.
0: This guy has had, what, two lines on this show? And he's making me want to jump off a bridge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and in this episode, he doesn't have a single line.
0: No, no. So here's my two questions. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is he no longer a mailman? And
1: he was. No, he wasn't. He was delivering packages.
0: The logo on his T-shirt said Presto. That was a uniform he was wearing. He's working for a company called Presto. That is not a mailman.
1: He could have switched to a private company.
0: Why did they change him? It's not like it needed to be updated for the decade, like furniture or food Mailmen still exist. Why would that need updating? And presto, come on. That's something a magician says at the end of a trick.
1: So you think he's a magician?
0: I think maybe that's the clue. And we were gonna save this for the end with our normal shout outs, but I wanna do this one now. Uh, I was having this conversation yesterday with Justin at J Swelly, who brought this up. And so Is this the writer's way of telling us the mailman is indeed a magical being? Who? So we have some magical beings that we can choose from. I think the most likely one would be Doctor Strange because we know this is going to connect directly to the multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little torn here because there's a question of okay, if this is Doctor Strange, how does he know to be here? Why is he here? Why is he seemingly doing nothing here?
1: Yeah, why would he waste his time doing nothing, pretending to be a mailman?
0: Because we know that Doctor Strange can see possibilities, right? hmm So what if he's here because he knows what is going to happen? He's biding his time, waiting for the right
1: moment. But we haven't seen him shapeshift before ever
0: that's the problem and you also walked into my trap oh so no Doctor Strange is not a shapeshifter and we don't know how great his illusory magic is as opposed to close up magic Mr. Wu uh however we do have another magical being who connects to the multiverse of madness who can shapeshift and create (laughs) illusions you walked right into it come on Um, come on it says for fuck's sake it's just as possible that that if that mailman is an imposter if he's somebody in disguise it's just as likely that it could be loki as it is dr Strange.
1: why would loki be pretending to be a mailman
0: i have no earthly idea i have no idea why dr strange would be doing it either i think we're gonna get those Answers in the next two episodes, obviously.
1: I don't think it's either of them because it seems very unlikely for either of them to be faffing around for a week doing nothing.
0: But we don't know they're doing nothing. We have no idea what this guy has been doing outside of the 30 seconds we've seen him over seven episodes. We have no idea. We don't even know what Monica was doing in Westview while, they, while she was in there. Mhm. This mailman has to be somebody. We've just he This mailman's got He's not a mailman anymore. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this guy has to have a bigger role. He has to mean something. <sighs> he always has a weird affect, like a weird expression on his face.
1: That could just be his face.
0: I, I don't know. It just seems like he's got It seems like he knows something. It seems he looks smug, like he's got a Mm -hmm. secret nobody knows. Other people look like they're just going about their business, but he looks like he's hiding something. And the other thing about Doctor Strange, and honestly, this could be said for either him or Loki, both of them are cold hearted enough to allow people to suffer, to allow the Westview residents, Wanda, to go through this pain. For either the greater good, on Strange's part, or for his own means, on Loki's part. Whatever that could be.
1: For Loki, I agree. For Doctor Strange, not quite.
0: Oh, I agree. If he sees the possibilities. I mean, he did the same thing in Endgame. He knew what had to be done.
1: Yes. But he didn't want, he knew what had to be done in order to save millions. Right. He was willing to sacrifice one.
0: Right. So that's my point is we don't know what the stakes are here.
1: I don't think Dr. Strange is the kind of person who would willingly want people to suffer for no reason.
0: Want? No, no, not want them to, but it might be required. And you're saying for no reason. We don't know that. We don't know what the plan is here, what Agatha's doing. We can't see the forest yet through the trees.
1: True. Is it possible that you're focusing too much on individual trees and that is why you're not being able to see the
0: forest? That's what they're making me do. It's not my <laughs> fault.
1: Okay. If you say so. All you
0: do is lie.
1: Someone is certainly going cuckoo <laughs> for Cocoa Bars. <laughs> I, I do just, love that line. Though. That
0: just made me want cereal <laughs> even more. <laughs> Um,
1: I guess you could say you are literally cuckoo for cocoa puffs.
0: So I love Monica's comeback here, man. They they look like they were about to go full Jerry Springer in the street.
1: Yeah, I loved, I loved her line, and she was not willing to back down. And I think the fact that not only when Wanda just sort of dropped her. Monica, you know, obviously, now she has her powers. She landed, you know superhero landing <laughs> and <laughs> and she had those glowy blue eyes. Wanda was taken aback,
0: yes, so was I. I was like, "Oh fuck, what is about to happen right now?
1: Yeah, this is gonna be some interesting shit. I have a feeling over the next two episodes. Monica is going to discover more of her capabilities as she fights whatever the big bad is, be it Agatha or or whoever else it is.
0: And what Monica says to Wanda here is the key to all of this. Don't let him make you the villain. Yeah. I mean, Wanda, you've had some time to watch TV. Haven't you seen The Dark Knight? You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself
1: become the villain. That's how it works. And she's kind of thinking that she already is the villain. She doesn't fully believe it. She doesn't, but a part of her does. She There is a lot of self-loathing also going on over there.
0: Yeah. And everyone around them freezes. Yes. I think this is more than people just wanting to see some neighborhood drama.
1: No, they were literally frozen. Yeah.
0: I think Wanda in this moment is directing so much energy at Monica that she loses control of everyone else. Or, or Agnes does this.
1: I think it's got more to do with Wanda putting so much energy into Monica. I agree with you on that. Because Agnes is the only one who's moving around after that. This is true. Everyone freezes. And then later on, we see Agnes coming out and quote unquote rescuing Wanda from Monica.
0: Now, let me tell you, I have loved Katherine Hahn since Step Brothers came out in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm. She okay.
0: is one of the funniest people I have ever seen on a screen,
1: and incredibly talented.
0: Yes. But this moment, When she looks at Monica and says, run along, dear. That's the first time I've ever Mm -hmm. been afraid of her.
1: Yeah. You know, the moment we see her looking out the window and she has this expression before she walks out and leads, wander away. That was when I thought, huh, something is off here. Finally, we're getting something.
0: Yeah, that line really chilled my blood, which is hard to do considering my blood was already fairly chilled this week. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah she tries to be the good friend and takes Wanda away at a very pivotal point when monica was getting through
0: Hmm. yeah i think she would have just like she, yeah i think so just like i think vision would have if pietro hadn't shown up
1: yeah i think so
0: and now we know Agatha was the one who sent slash summoned slash created Pietro. Who the fuck knows?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So as Agnes leads Wanda away like a boxer whose mother has just been insulted, we head back over to Vision and his interview. I love the way Paul Bettany is sitting. He's just chilling like this is no big deal every time he's being interviewed like happens all the time
1: (laughs) yeah just get out of the van put the chair out sit down have a nice chat
0: wait a minute i just realized something
1: Mm -hmm. what
0: is this a coincidence this timing that vision realizes what the hell am i doing sitting here with you why am i waiting what is all this why am i doing this at the same time agatha agnes intervenes with Wanda there and puts her plan into motion? Hmm. That cannot be a coincidence. It almost seems like a spell is lifted from vision. Like he just has this epiphany of, what the fuck am I doing here?
1: Could it be that the reason why the spell has been lifted was because everyone else was frozen? And this was Wanda keeping him away? I don't know. Because if. It's Agatha. She wouldn't want Vision to come back.
0: We don't know that. We don't know her plan. We can't make assumptions about her goals here.
1: Okay. Based on what we've been seeing this episode so far, the broadcast outside has been stopped. Agatha has taken the kids away. Vision is nowhere to be seen. Vision should not have a problem getting out and flying away and doing whatever he wants to do she deliberately ensures that wanda steps away from monica and gets distance yes
0: absolutely and
1: tells her to come home yeah yeah and tells her to come home to her house she could have easily sent her back to her own house
0: oh no question yeah she wants wanda
1: yes this seems like isolation tactics
0: well here's another question You mentioned Vision, you know, flying home. Mm -hmm. He's in the chair. He's sitting for his interview outside of the van. Right. He gets up and starts walking away. And then we immediately cut to him inside the van in the passenger seat with Darcy flying up out of it.
1: Yeah, that's because that's how the modern family is shot. When you look, when you see all these reality shows or documentaries, we see what's happening and they intercut it with, you know, the people sitting on the couch and talking. So that's what's going on over here. I wouldn't read too much into that because that's the style of the show.
0: I'm trying not to, but they broke the style of the show with him saying, what the hell am I doing here? Taking off the microphone. They break it there.
1: In a way... Yes, but they also broke it when that disembodied voice asks Swanda, that, uh, do you think that's what you deserve?
0: Right. That's why I'm not sure if we can just fall back on it's the style of the show.
1: No, that's the thing. In all the previous episodes, we have followed a certain style based on whatever, the, whatever they're paying homage to. But there have been breaks. There have been inconsistencies in all of them. Maybe. That certain creepy aspect to it has always been there.
0: True. (laughs) Speaking of creepy. Oh, God, I don't need close up of bugs, please. (laughs) I really don't.
1: Yeah, that bug was a bit larger than usual, don't you think? I tried not to look at it too much. It looked like a really large fly to me.
0: I I don't know. I'm not an authority on that by any means. I I hate bugs.
1: Oh, me too. Don't get me wrong. I've
0: certainly never seen a fly that looked like that before, but if you say you have, I'll take your word for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, not quite so large, but definitely fairly large like that.
0: So before you spoil my appetite with talk of that, (laughs) we get a look at the rest of the living room here. And, you know, I've seen all the Halloween movies. I've seen both It's, I've seen Insidious, I've seen a good amount of horror movies in my life. But Michael Myers never did anything that that terrified me as much as the sight of those uneaten lunches. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what else? Mm -hmm. That cartoon is not for 10-year-old boys. Okay. That cartoon is meant for much younger kids.
1: That's a good point, yes.
0: They would not have been watching that.
1: Another thing that I found odd was that, yes, Wanda was in the middle of a very heated confrontation at that point. She came home with Agatha and she sees the, the, she sits down and she's, you know, she's taking a breath and then she sees the half eaten sandwiches and the cartoon on the TV. And all of a sudden, it seems like she remembered that the kids were over here.
0: Mm, yeah, and clearly she's got a gnawing pit in her stomach right away.
1: Yeah, she knows something is immediately off. And she takes a better look around, and that's when we see Senor Scratchy again in his cage, as well as that fly.
0: Yep, and Agnes just casually tells Wanda, oh, the boys are probably playing in the basement.
1: So Wanda does go down to the basement, and first watch i was ready to nope out of that show (laughs) right there
0: yeah yeah this place is definitely going to be featured on that new hg tv show world's creepiest basements yep
1: yeah i was constantly looking at the time and i reduced the volume on my tv (laughs) because i was waiting for a fucking jump
0: you're so easy So we see clearly that some sort of root system is growing out of this thing.
1: Yeah. And as Wanda goes in deeper, it changes from being just a creepy basement to a creepy dungeon.
0: Yeah, we've got a Jeffrey Dahmer-esque skull cabinet here, a magical book that I truly hope is not bound by human skin, (laughs) and Her Highness Appears
1: her hair seems to be suddenly very disheveled
0: oh yes and she's got company yes i don't think she brought senior scratchy down just for comfort
1: no well one must always carry your husband down the creepy basement
0: (laughs) husband boss partner we don't know at this point
1: true and she wore her brooch
0: yes
1: the brooch
0: you know marvel's done an amazing job getting millennials to bring back a word that we thought was gonna die with our great grandmothers
1: yeah you know the first time i wrote it i was like how the fuck am i supposed to spell this
0: yeah when i first found out a while back i don't know why i learned how to spell the word brooch but i'm like fucking english that's
1: brooch (laughs) this is stupid so now let's get into this shit yeah so did you notice something about this dungeon
0: Many things.
1: So did you notice that the cabinet, the color in the cabinet was orange and that creepy book had some orangey glow to it? A little bit. Okay. And we obviously know by now that Agatha's magic seems to be purple. Mm-hmm. So there is another source of magic over here.
0: Possible.
1: Now, two theories that may interconnect. I don't know. One. One. The fly that we saw earlier in the comics, the first time we see Mephisto is he is a fly. Okay. So it's possible that this was a hint to him and that orange source of magic that we see is his magic. And that is what is powering the hex while Agnes is his partner, associate, subordinate, anything. She's there to keep an eye on Wanda.
0: Okay. I could buy that. But how do you then explain Mm -hmm. the red magic that we've seen in previous episodes that Wanda couldn't deal with? Remember the stork?
1: Yes. Now the stork, if you notice, Wanda's magic is more translucent and it's reddish gold. Yes.
0: It doesn't have the same density.
1: Correct. The stork was more of a cloudy, cloudy red.
0: And we did see the stork again in this episode.
1: Yes. Which also, yeah, with the the glitching, you know. Yes. With the red, with the glitching. Okay. Possible. But everywhere else, her magic has always been that translucency, goldish, reddish color. Mm -hmm. So could it be that whoever it is that created or got the stalk to manifest was trying to mimic wanda's magic
0: maybe devil's advocate orange isn't mm-hmm. a primary color red and yellow uh-huh. make orange what if it's some kind of combination of wanda's power and the mind stone itself
1: okay interesting
0: wow you must be really you must be really far gone if you're letting me get away with that shit <laughs>
1: Well, if you go with that, Monica's eyes were blue, Wanda's magic is red, Agatha's magic is purple.
0: We're gone. We are absolutely (laughs) gone.
1: Theory number two. Do you remember in Doctor Strange, when Strange initially went into the library, there was this restricted access to books? Yes,
0: that he gave zero fucks about. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. One, those books were stored in a, he- in a hexagonish shape. Two, those books had an orange glow to them.:
0: And that, And those were the books on dark energy, yes?
1: Correct. Those were the books that were related to the, to the dark magic that was pulled from the dark dimension, otherwise also known as the hell dimension.:
0: So that lends credence to Mephisto for sure. Yes. But that could also bolster the idea that Dr. Strange could be the mailman. Maybe he wants that book.
1: Maybe. Or maybe he comes in later on.
0: Could be. If that book is incredibly powerful. I mean, that's the kind of thing we see in a show that multiple groups are going to want to get their hands on. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Like we saw
0: that on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, in season four with the dark hole.
1: Correct. That it's
0: entirely possible there is another party here that we're unaware of.
1: Could we get Colson back? Who's trying to get this book?
0: I've seen a few people mention that on Twitter.
1: That would be awesome because we do know that Clark Gregg seems to know about... Loki's shooting schedule
0: yes yeah and I'm sorry I don't I don't buy the theory that you two are buddies Clark (laughs) Gregg I'm sorry hey
1: they could be you never know I
0: think there was more to it than that
1: true I agree he's trying to cover his ass yes
0: yes for that slip up especially because like Tom Hiddleston has been so good at keeping secrets him and Cumberbatch specifically have been like vaults of information about stuff, mm-hmm. I can't see him letting that stuff slip to anybody right, and you know we said in our agents of shield finale episode, it seemed to me at least that they were the ending they gave Colson would allow him to hop around the Disney plus shows in some capacity,
1: yeah, yeah, I think yeah that that's what I felt like too. I thought that he would be the Claire Temple of. The Disney universe. Right, right. He would connect them. Yeah, he would connect them like Claire did for the Defenders. Right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he is an LMD. He's indestructible. Magic can't hurt him.
1: True. And it would make sense for him to now be associated with Sword or any other authority to deal with stuff like this because hell knows he's gone through a lot of shit. That's true.
0: That's true. So. Right after Agatha introduces herself here. Oh, we get, Mm -hmm. is this the greatest montage in the history of television? I think it might be.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Hands down. And it was amazing. And I have that song stuck in my head. And
0: I'm perfectly happy to have it there. (laughs) Me too. I love it. And you did confirm for us earlier, that is Catherine Hahn singing.
1: Yes, it is.
0: So add that talent to her list. Is
1: there no end to her talents? It
0: would appear not.
1: Yeah. Mm. She's amazing.
0: And, you know, we were saying for a while now, like, yeah, she's probably Agatha Harkness, but we weren't sure if that would mean she was like 100% evil, nefarious. And so I think the writers were probably thinking that and they were like, oh hold on, huh? <laughs> Challenge accepted. And I killed Sparky too.
1: Yeah, and that laugh.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You know they had her do that for a screen test, just to make sure they knew she'd have to have the cackle for it to for it to work.
1: And in this montage we see A, she's appeared and converted herself to look like Agnes. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time we meet her carrying this Potted plant.
0: Right, that she brought to Wanda Envision in episode one.
1: Correct. And we do see her later on messing with Pietro with her magic at the back. Mm -hmm. And of course we also see something Yeah, okay, I was a bit confused in this in this thing. In the second episode, when they were doing their magic trick, she was doing some magic on her own. Yeah,
0: what was she doing?
1: I don't know. Was she messing with, with with Scratchy?
0: Didn't we thought it was Wanda who made Geraldine appear in the box? What if it was Agatha?
1: No, Wanda did that. We focused on Señor Scratchy over there during that magic show. True. In this montage.
0: I don't know because the episodes were in black and white. But that was Was that the same rabbit?
1: I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Well, you can't expect people to differentiate between rabbits.
0: No, I mean, in terms of color, I'm trying to remember how big senior, the other Senior Scratchy was in the other episodes. I'm just...
1: How would that matter? I
0: don't know. Now I'm just losing it, wondering about rabbit continuity. I can't take it.
1: <laughs> and, of course, your favorite bit.
0: And that bitch killed Sparky. <laughs> And I can't even hate her for it because I love her. Mm-hmm. She's the worst.
1: And that's the power of Catherine Hahn. It really is. You not hating someone for killing a dog. That's something. I know. That's Oscar worthy performance right there.
0: It is. It is because there's only, there's only been one other person who's been able to get away with that with me. And it's for very different reasons. <sighs> <sighs> uh, if you're a dog lover, everyone, I do not recommend the movie High Rise. Anyway. <laughs> No. <laughs> um we're not quite done yet because we get our first mid credit scene. Yes. Was this a jump scare for you? No. Okay. So Monica is tiptoeing around?
1: Yeah, she is at Agatha's house. Yeah. Trying to get in, trying to f- see Wanda.
0: Yeah, and she's outside some houses in Jersey they have those outside entrances to the basement. And We see something that Wanda didn't hear. We see the purple wisps of magic. Yeah. Monica can see those, apparently.
1: Correct. That's probably because she can see energy. Right.
0: And that's when Pietro pops up out of nowhere. Yeah. Snooper's gonna snoop.
1: (laughs) So what do you think of Pietro now?
0: I have absolutely no idea.
1: None. I think he is going to be one of the bad guys along with Agatha.
0: There is just so many possibilities because he doesn't. True. I mean, yeah, we're stopped before anything can really happen, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't outright look like he's going to hurt Monica immediately.
1: No, but he is. He has super speed. He's capable of tying her up or doing anything. Before she can even blink.
0: Good luck with that with her powers, though.
1: He's fast. She may not realize it.
0: We also don't know if he's aware of her powers.
1: No. That's why he may not seem like he's going to do something, and it could be a split second before he does. Oh, I know.
0: I know. That's why I'm saying. There's so many possibilities, especially since we know he was being controlled to at least some extent by Agatha, that his appearance was conjured by Agatha we don't know what level of control she may still have over him. We don't even know who he is. Mm-hmm. If he is who we think he is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And the it begs the question again, why did Agatha choose to send this Pietro? How did she send this Pietro? Is he even real? Is it an illusion?
1: I don't think it's an illusion. I do think that she has pulled... Peter from the X-Men universe over here messed with his memory and put him here. Because while we were fangirling over the montage, we did skip over one detail, which is Agatha Magic Wanda. She put the purple magic in her eyes and she made her see the montage.
0: Right. Right.
1: So everything that happened, the song... Her winking at the camera was essentially her winking at wonder, showing that see, I'm doing the same thing that you did, except you didn't even know that I was doing it right so yeah, so I think that as powerful as Agatha is, I don't think she didn't bring Pietro back to life and put him in another man's body. I think she took Peter from the from the x men universe, brought him here, fucked with his memory, and Got him here for her nefarious purposes. What we don't know.
0: You're sticking with the idea that the multiverse has already been created.
1: I think this is yes. I think this is the first rift, and I think this that Westview is like the weakest point between the multi multiverse, where relatively easily she was able to bring someone in from another universe. Right. And I'm hoping that later on Peter does come out of this magic and does you know help Wanda? we don't know
0: i'm gonna pull a you and say if he even exists anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> well for now i think that he is definitely someone to look out for and i'm concerned for monica another thing that i noticed with monica's eyes is that so far we've seen her eyes turn blue when it came to her powers but in this mid credit scene, when we see a close-up of her, her eyes are not blue, they're purple.
0: I hadn't noticed that. Uh,
1: Did Pietra do something to her?
0: Or is she absorbing the energy she's seeing in the dungeon? Maybe. Well, we'll have to wait another week to hopefully find out the answers to all these questions.
1: Mm-hmm. And hopefully we will know if the kids still exist or not.
0: That'd be nice. Yeah. So in the meantime, while we all wait not so patiently, there are a few people that we'd like to mention this week. Sean P., we also blame Joss Whedon for Pietro's needless death in Age of Ultron. In fact, you know what? We're just going to blame everything on Joss Whedon at this point. Why not?
1: (laughs) Deb Risley, sorry your theory got blown up. Agnes slash Agatha was definitely not helping one degree. No, no,
0: no, 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 no.
1: Or so we think.
0: Oh stop. <laughs> Sarah at Player Epic GG. We also absolutely loved Vision and Darcy together here and their insane connection. This is why we need more Darcy Lewis in the MCU.
1: At Smoke Jesus. Let us know if you've done a full linear rewatch of the show now that we know that it was Agatha all along.
0: Sandro, at Widow Hexes, we feel your pain on these theories. Trust me, my insanity in this episode is just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) No pun intended this week. Yeah,
1: I can attest to that. Christian J, thank you for pointing out the incredible continuity between young Monica Rambeau and Teona Paris the marvel casting directors are fucking masters indeed and if you want to make my life more miserable and add to chris's insanity you can find us on twitter or instagram at marvel madams
0: she's not lying thanks to all you madams (laughs) for joining us today i'm madam
1: chris and i'm madam amy join us next week for episode eight of one (gasps) division two more weeks i can do this i can do this If you enjoy listening to us, sign up on our website to get an exclusive behind-the-scenes episode.
0: And every two weeks, we'll send you bonus content that we save just for our VIPs.
1: Visit themarvelousmadams.com, where Infinity Stones are a girl's best friend.
0: So we don't know, and we do know, apparently, from what we've seen in the trailer, loki's gonna be working for sword huh oh it's tva never mind i'm so i'm getting so mixed up god oh my brain is (laughs) melting i'm melting
1: i thought i had a stroke there for a minute sorry